0: Nintendo Nostalgia, Uh, I am here today with Chris, and also today we have a special guest with us. It is Tony Baker from Quest for Pixels. How are you doing today, Tony?
1: I am doing great, guys. Thank you for having me on. Uh, I want to say thank you to Jacob for inviting me here and then not showing up to the uh, podcast. That's great. But you know what? I'm going to make some new Nintendo NOS crew friends today. uh, Exactly. Then we're you know, Jacob anyway. will be all old news. Right. Yes. We're yeah, fired anyway. Over.
2: So, yeah, you came at the perfect time. I awesome. think you'll fit in just fine. <laughs> but thanks for joining I guess Ryan's us. already fired. Time, then,
0: if that's the case.
2: Right. Yes. <laughs> we're going to start completely fresh.
0: <laughs> all right. Before we really get started, uh, I want to go ahead and read off an email from one of our listeners. Uh, this is from Ben. It says, "Hello, I am." <laughs> 10 year old listener from Tucson, Arizona. And I started listening a few months ago. I was wondering what was your favorite n 64 game? Mine is GoldenEye. well, um, as for myself here real quick, if you don't mind me going first, um, it, it jumps back and forth a little bit, just depends on what mood I'm in. Um, for years, I would say ocarina of time, and that still may sort of be the case, but, uh, banjo Kazooie is, is pretty darn hot there as well. It's sort of a race. Just depends on the day of the week. Um, Chris, What would you say? Um, for me, it doesn't really flip flop. It's
2: always constantly Banjo Kazooie if I'm being honest. Um, although, you know, there's a lot of good runner ups and hidden hidden gems that I really enjoy. I I would be lying if I didn't say Banjo Kazooie. Um, Ocarina of Time is amazing. I just didn't play it on the N64. Um, in my view, that's like a 3DS game because that was just the only way that I played it. So, um, that's one of the best 3DS games, uh, to me, but, um, there's definitely a case that you could make for that josh but uh yeah my answer is
0: banjo kazooie for sure yeah i I can i can agree with that tony what do you got
1: well you know the n64 was a little bit of a dark period for me uh it was the playstation time for me so uh, i call it the dark ages um Mm -hmm. but um but really I enjoyed, so. yeah, but basically I got to go with Ben on this one and say GoldenEye because just getting together with people all the time and playing GoldenEye, that's just the way to go. It was so much fun, and I didn't have a N64, but being able to go over to my friend's house and play that game,
0: that's all I wanted to do.
2: Yeah, totally. That's great.
0: I will say with as much N64 as I've played um, since it came out, GoldenEye was one that I'm, I'm a little... Not as experienced in. I mean, I played it, but I, I don't think I actually owned it. I think I rented it and played it at friends' houses. Uh, Perfect Dark was the one that I owned and actually played a lot more of myself. It's, to me, it was kind of like GoldenEye, but improved in some ways. But I know different people kind of think differently on that. So it's kind of like the whole Mario Kart versus Diddy Kong racing debate. So we ain't even yeah. going there. Um, <laughs> Not again. So yeah. But, uh, I mean,
2: there's, a, there, there's definitely um, different types of appeal for, you know, a single player experience and a multiplayer experience. So um, I happen to just play more single player games and was really new to that idea with the N64. So that's why, you know, my answer is what it is. But, you know, there's, If if you played a lot of amazing multiplayer games on the N sixty four, I could totally see that being uh, you know justifying your answer for why that's the best N sixty four game. Because I mean, you know, all the the mini games and stuff that was on the N sixty four and Goldeneye. You know, Goldeneye is not like a masterpiece of a game in itself, but it's just so much fun as a party game. So um, I'm glad that you know you had a great time with uh, with Goldeneye.
1: Yeah, totally. The experiences you have. kind of defines it for you, right? And for me, that was multiplayer. And then, uh, like, typically I'm a single player kind of player mostly until recently with this generation. That's kind of more where I've gotten back into multiplayer, but it just brings back those memories of being able to play with friends. And it's kind of something we've gotten back into now that we can all connect online and even more so now during, like, the pandemic where Skype calls and Discord calls are the only way you can connect to to have fun with friends on playing games, right? Absolutely.
0: Yeah, it can even it, oh, yeah, it can even open you up to things you probably wouldn't think you'd play, like me getting into some Fortnite recently. <laughs> so uh, hey, make fun probably. of me if you will. But, <laughs> oh, and <laughs> hey, it's I will. fun with friends.
2: <laughs> Anyhow, honestly, that's all well, that matters. Like, as you can have fun with like anything as long as you're with the right people and the, all the tools are in place great have at it have fun you know that's that's really all that matters
0: hey every, everybody likes some kind of junk game every once in a while you know <laughs> as long as you're all right self- well chris you got a. I oh, i am i am i got gotcha. you you got <laughs> something else for us there yeah
2: so um we didn't really give our uh listeners the heads up so we apologize for that but um i wanted to get some thoughts and comments on uh our topic tonight so uh our good friend ryan um on our facebook group he uh he left us a message on the uh the post that i just left so this is my first time reading it so hopefully i can read it okay uh so ryan says mario 64 is the goat (laughs) And he used a goat emoji, which I really like. (laughs) So for those of you who don't know, goat means greatest of all time. So Mario 64 is the greatest of all time or goat game. And no matter how many times they re-release it, I will buy it at full price every single time. LOL. Also got my first chance to play Galaxy. Wow. And I honestly find myself loving it more each and every time I play it. Uh, I wish they would do Galaxy Two as a DLC because motion controls are not my favorite thing in the world. Yeah, I understand that. but um, honestly, it's if you don't like motion controls, and by the way, his his comment ended, this is just me talking.. Um, Ryan, if you don't like motion controls, you might not like Galaxy 2 because they they did incorporate a lot of that into it, especially when uh, you were playing as Yoshi. Um, you know, it's an amazing, amazing game. But if you you just don't like motion controls, I'm not sure how you'd feel about that. But um, yeah, I am very surprised that uh, Galaxy 2 was not a DLC for the uh, the Mario 3D All Stars collection. But uh, I'm sh- I'm sure we'll get to that at some point. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I, I will say with Galaxy 2, if if they would somehow eventually bring that out, um, I, I think Galaxy feels a lot better without the motion controls. The spin, that, that feels so much better to just hit the Y button instead of have to. I mean, not saying it was all that bad. It was still great. But I guess I've just gotten lazy with some age. Um, the, the the pointer is a little strange with the Pro Controller, but it works. Um, but yeah, I'd, I'd love to see Galaxy 2. Um, I'm guessing, I don't know if I read that correctly. You haven't played that one at all? Um, either. Actually, there's a lot of things I prefer about 2, so hopefully one day you'll get to jump into that. Um, Chris, I think we have one... What is it? Uh, so, Tony, what are your
2: thoughts on Galaxy 2? Oh, did you bad. ever get a chance to play it? Oh, yeah, oh I'm sorry. That, uh, Galaxy 2 and uh, Mario 64.
1: Yeah, Galaxy 2, great game. Uh, improving on what they did on the first. No complaints there. And uh, Mario 64 is is one of those games where Obviously it, it's like, you know, a goat, it's a, it's a goat. It is. And, uh, it, so like, I have a memory of that where, like I said, I didn't own an N64, but my friend, uh, we were house sitting for a family friend over the weekend at, um, at this house. And we went over there and they had an N64 and they had, I think it was WWE. It was one of the wrestling games, WWE, one of those like really good Royal rumble games back in the day and uh, Mario and uh, Mario 64 and all we did we we stayed there the whole weekend because they were like yeah just stay here whatever order pizza chill out just take take care of the house while we're away and uh, yeah we ordered Pizza Hut pizza and just sat in front of that like big old tv you know like the one with the wood frames around it mm-hmm. that's just like sitting right on the floor <laughs> and we just sat there and played and ate pizza all, all, uh, all weekend and it was amazing that was my experience with uh, Mario 64 and and I could tell what a great game it was. And we just ran through the whole thing during the weekend. It was great. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, those are the memories, right? Like that's, that's yeah. you know, like that Nintendo nostalgia. It's just, it, it it's so ingrained in us. And um, I know for me especially, like my earliest, one of my earliest memories was playing Super Mario Brothers uh, on the NES. And I was like... Two, maybe three years old. And this is an early memory I have where my dad taught me how to play, and then he would go away. He would go to work, and I would continue to (laughs) sit there and play. And then he came back, and I was able to get further in the level than he was. Like, I don't know, he probably slipped and died. And I was just like, I remember just being so excited that I got farther than dad in this game. Right. (laughs) And like, that's one of my earliest memories. And yeah, it's crazy. Like, I have two early memories. One's that, and, um, Uh, one's going to see the original Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie in the theater with my dad as well when I was like two years old. And those are just two things that are just stuck in my brain for forever. And it's great. Like, I love, I love those memories and it's really shaped me into who I am as a, you know, how I consume my You know fandoms and media and like turtles. I love them. The background I got turtles. So excited about that new turtles games that they announced. Like, (laughs) yes, I was freaking out. It was amazing to hear that. Yeah,
2: yeah. But yeah,
1: so those those memories, man. Like that's what it's. That's what gaming's all about. It just invokes this kind of stuff in you, and it's and it's now I'm passing it on to my my kids, and that's what's even more exciting. Like my daughter, she wasn't really into games too much, but my son, he's completely latched on. Like I, I ended up getting the uh, that special edition Mario Switch, and I brought awesome. it out, and he went oh, just <laughs> the biggest gasp. I thought he was gonna pass out, because <laughs> like and I, I, I have to hide things when I get uh, Nintendo stuff. Like I can't let him see it, cause he'll just instantly just drawn to it and it just brings me back to just thinking about how I was as a kid and like you know those opening those presents on Christmas or birthdays and getting those games that you've been waiting for like I don't know man that's just that's just how ah, it just fills my heart with joy to see that then like the next generation's doing the same thing still with Mario all this time later Yep, totally. You know, that, and that's that's
2: the Nintendo difference, you know, like y- all of us remember where we were when we were playing, you know, our favorite Nintendo games. Whereas, you know, I don't remember playing, you know, you know Justice League on the Sega Genesis. I'm, I know I played it. I don't remember anything about it. You know, I'm sure it was a good time. But, you know, there, there's just something so special about Nintendo games that. You know, you just know every detail about those experiences that you have, and it's it's so special. And you know, kind of like you said, it it's it, it's uh, it, it just shines something inside of us that kind of like keeps us going and makes us happy throughout the day. You know, um, you know, being an adult is kind of hard, but it's nice to have these like fond. Uh, you know nostalgic memories and just feel you know warm from them um and it, it kind of gives you that little boost that you need especially during these weird times you know so uh totally. yeah yep but uh Ryan, thank you very much for your Facebook comment. We really appreciate it, and we always love hearing from you. Um, I'm glad that Mario 64 is uh, is one of your favorite games. Um, and apparently all of us <laughs> also seem to uh, repurchase it every time it's re-released. I'm certainly guilty of that. Although this is the first time I've played Mario 64. I bought it a few times but just never got around to it. But, um, yeah, I got pretty far in it so far. Um, yeah, but, yeah, thank you again, Ryan. But we also do have uh, a voicemail from Jacob. Uh, Jacob was supposed to be with us tonight, but unfortunately he just wasn't feeling too well. So uh, let me play that for you guys now.
3: Hey, guys. It's me, Jacob. Sorry I could not be on tonight. I'm really bummed that I have to miss an episode with our longtime uh, friend of the show, Tony, is not able to or he's on and I'm not able to be on and I apologize for that Um, and I thank Josh and Chris uh, as well for stepping up and being able to be on tonight Um, just some of my thoughts real quick on the ending of the 35th anniversary Um, I mean honestly it was good but I'm kind of glad it's over uh, because I feel like Nintendo has a lot of stuff that they have not shown us because they want to focus on Mario 35th, and I'm just over it, and I really want to see what's next. And whether that be Zelda, Metroid, Donkey Kong, uh, whatever. You yeah, know, I just want to see whatever's next underneath the hood from Nintendo. And I feel like the 35th anniversary has just kind of been going on a little too long. Um, and, you know, rightfully so, that probably all happened because of COVID. Maybe all the stuff would have ended last year in the, in the actual year of 2020, but because everything was delayed and pushed back, that's why it dipped into 2021. So who knows? We'll see. That's really what I'm mainly curious about overall. I feel like maybe it was due to COVID. I, I, I do feel like the 35th anniversary celebration was a little bit lackluster, and that might sound really sad, Stupid because I guess that you know a lot of people love some stuff about it, but I just feel like they could have done a little bit more than what they did. Um, I don't know when you can't love everything, but they do. I like, I enjoyed the collection. We all agree that maybe they could have done a little more with it, you know. Uh, I, it would have been awesome to get like, I don't know, more something in the lines of Odyssey 2: it's a Bowser's Fury in a 3D world port. Although Fury's okay, um. You know, things of that nature, I really would have loved to have seen something a little bit ambitious, maybe like a Mario Land game be remade, like Nation, just like, uh, you know, Link's Awakening. Uh, I would love to see a revisit to that, uh, take a look at um, Mario's history that we don't normally see. But that's all, guys. You have a good night, and I'll see you next time. Bye.
0: All right, Jacob, thanks for calling in. Um uh, sorry you couldn't be here tonight. I do hope you are get feeling better. Um, yeah, so I don't want to say too much, I guess, yet since we'll be getting into the topic officially here in a little bit. Um, but I guess on the the thought of other, um, other anniversaries or getting to other franchises, I I personally really don't think they're going to do much of anything for anybody else. Just with the sheer number of anniversaries that we're hitting, like Donkey Kong's 40th, Zelda's 35th, uh, what is, is it? Metroid's 35th as well, maybe, um, whatever it may be, um, I just feel like there's so many, there's no way they're going to hit like every one of them. If anything, well, I would even say at this point, I don't even think they're going to hit Zelda, to be honest. I feel like it would have been brought up during this last direct. Um, I could be wrong, but um, and just sort of looking at the way they handled the Mario one as well. And Mario is like the, you know, the favorite child, so to speak. I, I just don't really think they're going to hardly even mention it. If if anything, maybe a Twitter post, Um, which they already kind of missed the boat for that on Zelda, I think. So we'll see. Um, But, yeah, it's just kind of my thoughts on it. Uh, Tony?
1: I agree with you. I I don't think there's going to be
0: much fanfare for kind of anything
1: else. Uh, I think we might get some more interesting Zelda news at some point in the year, but – Um, like Mario just kicked off with such a bang for its 35th with like that Mario direct right away, that 35th anniversary direct. And then just all these announcements and, you know, like I agree with what Jacob said, it did feel a little bit long. And again, that could be due to COVID, but I don't know. It just doesn't feel like, I, I feel like Zelda already hasn't gotten the same amount of love for the kickoff, but who knows what, what we might see, you know, at the end of the year, it could be, it could be saving it for that, that holiday that holiday stuff right
2: yeah um <clears throat> i think they did a good amount um for the anniversary it did you know it lasted for a while the direct was in september and you know it's ending now at the end of march so you know it was a good few months like what half a year or so um so, but you know mario is their biggest mascot their biggest money maker so i get it and we all love mario you know not a big deal um but you know they they really went all out you know i for tonight I made a list of all the different things that they did for this anniversary. And like, I've never seen anything so massive for any type of, uh, you know, especially a video game anniversary. Um, you know, all these different games, uh, and all these, like the, the merchandise that was released, the Mario 35, that online game, um, lots of really creative kooky ways of celebrating the franchise. And I, I think that, They could have done more kind of like what um, Jacob was saying, like more that would appeal to me. But there was always something that appealed to someone, you know, or there's, you know, maybe some people don't like uh, they're not interested in the Super Mario 3D all star collection but um they might be interested in super mario 3d world because they just never got a chance to play that and maybe bowser's fury is a little interesting uh maybe some people really like pins and they wanted to go through the special hell that was trying to get those um (laughs) or uh any of the the t-shirts and other various merchandise items that they had for sale um so there was something for everyone and i'm glad that they did it um It is very surprising that they haven't really acknowledged some other franchises' um, anniversaries, but um, we'll see what happens. You know, we're still in the the earlier uh, months of 2021, but it was very fun. But like Jacob said, you know, I'm also very glad it's over.
0: (laughs) All right. Well, I guess with all of that, um, I know we're already getting pretty long at the tooth here, but if we want to quickly run through, we will go ahead and dive into what we're radical rexing about. All right, so we will go ahead and start with our guest tonight. Tony, what you got going on? Uh, I'm Radical
1: Rexing a little bit about Mario Tennis Aces. Like, out of nowhere, I picked that game up and um, when it was on sale just recently. I think it was like 30% off. And, you know, I played the demo when it came out. They had their little uh, online trial, and it seemed fine. And, you know, and then a lot of—it didn't really get— too much people talking about it It wasn't too exciting lots of you know connection issues here and there with the online of course but um my friend that i podcast with uh joel aka the falcon with quest for pixels we um he had the game and we decided to have a few matches online the other day and it was just it was a blast the online was great it was rock solid probably because a lot of people aren't playing it anymore right and um I even heard some people say that they revisited it like recently and that it's fixed a lot of the issues and it it controls a lot better as well. So I'm just I'm just having a blast with it. And I I wouldn't expect myself to. I was just kind of craving that Mario sports game because thinking about Mario Golf in the future and how that like as much as I'm enjoying Mario Tennis Aces, let's be real. As soon as golf comes out, I'm tossing this out the window. I don't even need it (laughs) because I'm just going to be playing Mario Golf the whole time. But like uh, I think it's a good. It's, it's good to see, like, the evolution of kind of where Mario Tennis has come. And I think oh, yeah. when you think about the Wii U version, like, that was pretty rough. Uh, the Wii U Mario Tennis tennis game. Yeah. And this one just, it took it to the right spot. But I don't, it just didn't, just not quite there. But I really am enjoying playing with it recently. Until Mario Golf. Then, like I said, it's, right. gone. it's dead to me. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm glad you're enjoying that. How would you, out of curiosity,
2: how would you say it compares to uh, Power Tennis for uh, GameCube? Because that's the one that I really like. But seeing the Switch one, I'm just like, eh, it just looks more bland. Yeah, it, you know? it, it,
1: that's a great way to say it. It is, it is more bland, but it's closer to that than we've had in a while. So it's right. like, that's the thing about with Nintendo. It's like even a bad Nintendo game is still a pretty good game overall, right? right? And the mechanics work well, but it does feel, it feels like it, it's just there, but it's, it's not. It
0: just fell a right. little that, That's kind of my feelings on that one, actually, because it, it, the only Mario Tennis game I didn't get since the 64 game was the Wii U and, and the just, I mean, and that's saying something about how abysmal
3: that looked <laughs> with
0: right. the character selection and just how bland and all of that. And I, I guess this really made this one look really, good after seeing that and I, I did get aces and I like aces. Um I just don't feel like I go back to it as much as I used to other tennis game or other Mario tennis games. And one, like I mean the story was okay, but like I did it in like two days or something and then it was over and I never have a reason to go back. And I know in the old ones like I used to look forward to going into the single player tournaments and, you know, going to them each cup And then you could unlock more cups and some of them you could get like the star or what was it, the rainbow, the moon or something cups. Um, And that's not even here in this one. There's the mushroom flower and star cup, but there's like no fanfare behind it. No real reason to do it anymore. Like the GameCube even had like little cutscenes for each character that were different. I just feel like it's really lost something there. Yeah. And i I hope maybe golf steps it up a little bit in that Avenue. Like I, I feel like they focus so hard on the online on aces. They kind of forgot about the rest of it. Um, but it, I mean, overall still like if you sit down at the right friend or what have you, it's, you know, it's a good time. It's well made. Um, but you know, it's missing that. And like the, the character courts, if you remember those from like the 64 one, the big Yoshi court, the big donkey Kong, and all that kind of jazz, just I hope just they that
1: Nintendo that Nintendo Flair is just it seems like it's lacking there a little bit.
0: Yeah, right. it's just like there's polish. a couple pieces missing or like mini game well they kind of had mini games but it just doesn't quite feel the way I thought it would at this point.
2: Yeah. But totally. it it looks good, but it just doesn't seem, you know, like you guys are saying, there's not yeah. really too much that grabs you and Um, anything that really spices it up and makes it overly interesting, you know. So, um, I don't know. Mario Golf looks very promising, so I guess we'll wait and see how that pans out.
1: I have all my expectations super high through the roof. (laughs) I'm going to be completely let down if it doesn't work out because, like, we haven't had, like, a really solid Mario Sports title in a while, it feels like. One that, you know, one that stands up to to those games that we have so dear in our hearts. Right. So like I have high expectations. Yeah.
0: We haven't had one much of one in a long time. Anyway, it feels like at this point, besides tennis, no baseball, that's what I want or, sure. you know, strikers First. or anything.
2: Yeah, I would love strikers.
0: But yeah, at, at
2: least they haven't forgotten about the franchise and it's coming pretty yeah. soon. So that's
0: pretty cool. It is good to know. Well, Chris, got anything going on? Uh
2: not too much um I finished my internship last week so I am so happy I finally have uh, time to play games. I've been waiting literally years <laughs> to be able to say that. Uh, so um, I actually, my friend and I, we bought Moving Out, if you guys know Moving Out for the Switch. Oh, yeah, and yeah. Uh, we were both so excited. And we, we both got it and we're like, okay, we're playing it tonight. And I had like drinks ready. and I was, It was like a whole event for the both of us. And we turned it on and there is no online <laughs> multiplayer at all and we were livid <laughs> um so we're going to look into a new title to get into <laughs> um although we'll we'll probably just fall back onto overcooked because that's what kind of I was ready got us
0: Yeah,
2: yeah i mean overcooked is amazing and uh you know we'll just keep playing that um Anyway, but, you know, that's such a letdown. Like, what what are you thinking? Making a, a, a multiplayer game with no online multiplayer at all? Like, I understand the appeal of co-op, like, local co-op. Like, that's very fun, and it's definitely ideal. But, like, dude, your game came out in 2020. Like... <laughs> there should be online multiplayer by now, but whatever, it still looks amazing. Um, and the, the sense of humor in it is like unrivaled. Like it's very funny. And I only played the tutorial. (laughs) I was like actually laughing out loud. Um, but anyway, besides that, yeah, I'll just be playing a lot of, um, a lot of games. Thankfully, um, I'm going to focus on like older games. So I'm going to play Klonoa for the Game Boy Advance. I really love that game. Have you guys ever played Klonoa?
0: No, I have. I have on the PlayStation. that's okay. oh,
2: good. Yeah, it's it's yeah. really really good. Just an awesome like platform puzzler. It's like it's not um, difficult to understand. It's very like simple. It's kind of like Mario in a way. Like you just know what to do. Um, but the puzzles in them are you know you have to really think about uh, how to advance. So I I really appreciate that. It's just like a fun colorful little platformer. Um, so that's fun. And um, the other games I'll be playing is a. Uh, Killer Queen Black, been playing a ton of that. Uh, I think I said this last time, but it's my favorite Switch game, love it. Um, Tanuki Justice, I mentioned this before, but it's just like a really cute ninja Gaiden.
1: That game um, is very awesome. You it's, played hard. It? it's hard. It's hard. I, it. I was watching uh, the developer when, it, when they were talking about it before it launched, and it just it seemed to like hit all the right buttons, but it is very difficult. You really, it, you really you really got to get that like perfect perfect run going, but it's awesome. It's like Mega Man, Ninja Gaiden, you know that kind of style with uh with an awesome Tanuki in it. So like, how could you exactly. go wrong?
2: Yeah, for real. Like normally I'd be like, oh god, I hate this game. Screw this. But I don't know. Just just the fact that I'm playing as a pretty cute raccoon ninja, I'm just like, you know what? I'm gonna keep going because I I like what I see. <laughs> um, yeah. So I'll be playing Tanuki Justice uh, Splatoon. And uh, I actually just got the Capcom beat-em-up bundle game. Got, nice. like, the European Switch uh, version of that. And, oh, man, I, like, really like that. I don't know why I'm in a beat-em-up mood, but, like, I feel great when I play it. So, uh, yeah, Final Fight, loving it. So, that's it.
0: Yeah. So, yeah, I've got one of the uh, the Capcom arcade. I can't even remember the name of it now. One of the newer Capcom okay. arcade bundles um, recently yep. for... on. Yeah, yeah. I, I kind of got it for on, while we were on the road because my wife seems to like to do a lot of the driving um, on the way down to Florida. So, uh, you know, there's something that's pretty enjoyable in there. get a little tired of it after a while on my own, but it's it's pretty cool. Um, yeah, I guess for myself, uh, just been kind of jumping around on random things, sort of killing time um, while I'm waiting on Monster Hunter, which I'll be kind of a beginner to somewhat i've played somewhat of the series but i've I've got some confidence that i'll like this one from playing the demo and hearing some other people that'll be getting it um i went ahead and decided to kind of dive in and give it another shot here um so i'm looking forward to that this friday i'll be going and picking it up got half the day off that'll give me time to just sort of sit for a couple hours and get things rolling on my own at least um and Along with that, I've been playing some, uh, I picked up the Tomb Raider like remake, I think that came out in like 2013 or something, because um, I've never really gotten into that series. It's always looked like something I'd enjoy, but I've just never really touched it, and uh, that's been really awesome. Um, I, I'm kind of surprised it took me this long to give that a shot, so really been enjoying that. Um, also, kind of oddly been poking around at some of Star Wars Battlefront II, the 2005 version, <laughs> on my Xbox just because I remembered it was there and I had it. <laughs> so that's just kind of one of those things, one of those mini games I go back to every once in a while just just because. Um, yeah. So How is it? Other than that, it's fun. I, mean, I, I still prefer it actually to the newer EA versions, um, which nothing. I, I don't hate the newer two, I guess, but it's missing. I, I just like the old kind of arcadey kind of feel of the 2005 one. And like the galactic conquest mode where you can just pick a side and you can just stick with them throughout the whole thing. It even gives you a sort of different, almost like a what if storyline by the end of it, even though it only lasts like 45 seconds or so. So I always thought that was cool.
2: Yeah, Uh, I feel like with those, like that era of Star Wars games were just like so awesome because no one really cared about Star Wars too much then. So like the developers were like, let's just go crazy. You know, we love Star Wars, so let's just make something fun. And, um, I don't know, recently they just seem to lack that, like, uh, I don't know, that passion or something. It just seems very like, uh, it, like Disney or Marvel or, or not Marvel, obviously, uh, Disney or Arts is just like hovering above them. And it's like, this better be good. This better <laughs> be good. And it just doesn't come out as like what we would like it to be. So, um, yeah. So those, those old games are, are awesome. Glad you've been playing that.
1: Josh, are you thinking um, of, uh, picking up that, um, star Wars game is coming out for the switch in April. I believe it is that it's that, uh, it's a remastered one, like rogue Hunter, I think it's called.
0: Oh, the, uh, what is it? is that one? Is it Republic Commando? I believe it is. Yeah, yeah, I, I played it before. It. Um, I didn't have an Xbox back then, but I remember playing it on a friends and yeah, I'll, I'll definitely be, be downloading that. I think, um, because, I, I remember reading some of the books around that Republic Commando series as well around that time.
1: Yeah. Cause those like the, like you guys are saying those older star Wars games and something about like that, arcadey kind of feel that's going on. Like I, I that really draws me in.
0: I've never played it myself, but it looks very interesting. Might be a pickup for sure. Yeah. it's it's cool from what I remember. Um I don't know if it's very long, but it's it's just a fun kind of side one. I I got episode one Racer again on there as well just because and I've still got the cart for that. So nice. um oh I was gonna say while well, we were on that Jedi Fallen Order on the Xbox and uh I think I guess it's oh, on the cool. PS three or four. That that game's oh well, I not playing it right now, but I was just going to mention that's actually a newer one. That is, that is really cool. That one's actually really good, really great single player game. It yeah. has EA's name on it, but it was actually like a team under them that I guess technically did it. And I cannot think of the team's name, but is it respawn. I think it is. If you ever get a chance, check that out. That one's actually really good. Yeah. Um, no, uh, I would if I could, <laughs> yeah, no micro transactions or anything like that. So it's a great it's- game.
1: feels very, um, I, I describe it as very video gamey in a weird way because it's like you go through, you know, you go through and you level up and you then you can reach higher level. You know that Metroidvania kind of thing. And it, but it feels so good. It's a it's a great game. Yeah. And the guy who um, plays the lead, great actor too. He uh, was in Gotham. He played like the the Joker that wasn't the Joker. I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah, and he, he's just a great actor. Solid. Yeah. Cool. So uh, is pretty Debra- cool.
2: Deborah Wilson's in it and she was on mad TV, which is really random. <laughs> oh, she, really? <laughs> kind of takes you out of it a
0: little bit. Yeah, a little bit.
2: <laughs>
0: well, um, I guess along with that, I was going to mention kind of in the non-gaming related thing, I, I did go to one of my favorite places in the past two weeks. So that's why I was missing on an episode or two. But I was at Walt okay. Disney World. So, yeah. So, so good. I guess go me on awesome. that one. I I'll, I'll love going there. I was able to go back and take my family again. We hadn't been since 2018, but uh, it's, you know it's kind of pricey, and I'm in West Virginia, so it's a long trip. But uh, you know, one of these days, you never know. My my goal is to one day make it in life where I can be there a lot more often. It's just kind of my it's just kind of my thing. It's kind of my jam.
1: The happiest place on earth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: Hopefully, the next time you go to Florida, you'll be able to go to Super Nintendo World or whatever it's
0: called. Yeah, that's been the plan sort of is one of these trips is to go there because that's been like a dream. Like I've thought of ideas of a theme park for Nintendo since a kid. And here they go making it without me. Yep. But, <laughs> it's supposed to open in Orlando in 2025 now, supposedly, since it just takes oh, freaking forever.
1: Yeah. So I'm really like, you know, COVID is horrible and everything, but it is really making me mad because I'm a frequent traveler to Japan. We go every year. Uh, wow. My wife is Japanese. Her her parents are from Kyoto, and we and Osaka is very close to Kyoto. And we were totally planning on going to Super Nintendo World uh, oh. when it opened. Like I would have been there for that time. You know, around like I think it was like February they initially were planning to open it in, or like November, and that is exactly when I usually go. So it is heartbreaking to me that now I'm going to have to wait until probably next <laughs> winter before I can do that. But, yeah, <sighs> I just – it hurts. It yeah. hurts. I wanted to be there. It'll be worth the wait, I promise. It will be.
0: Yeah. looks awesome. Well, I guess that kind of cuts into our topic, so to speak. I know we're getting on to like an hour into here. This is a lengthy <laughs> episode, everybody. Um, but, yeah, so really today is all about Mario, his 35th anniversary, and how it is going to end. The I guess um, not too much of an introduction is needed here. Everybody knows Mario. If you're listening to Nintendo podcast, I hope to goodness you know who Mario <laughs> is. You probably already know a lot about the history um, started back in 1980. Uh, wow. I just kind of went blank and we're talking about the 35th anniversary. Super Mario Brothers came out in 1985, which is what the, what we're really celebrating, I guess, as of last year. Um, And
2: if you don't know who Mario is, I don't feel like explaining it because it's a very bizarre thing. And I'm going to sound (laughs) insane trying to describe
0: Mario to you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's one of those things where you kind of have to be there. Um, So, yeah, I I guess we've all sort of talked about somewhat of our own um, nostalgia and maybe that's a good place to still kind of jump off of um, since everybody already knows the history of the franchise, so to speak. Yeah. since uh, I, I, it sounds like we've all sort of know Mario, like as far back as we can remember, if I'm correct. <laughs> so it's just kind of always a thing. Um, like Chris said, it's kind of an odd concept um, just <laughs> to begin with, but it's just is what it is. And we accept that. <laughs> so, um, I, I guess as for myself, I mean, I started with the Super Nintendo with Super Mario world um, with my dad, and that's probably still my favorite Mario game. Um, I, maybe some of that's nostalgia, but I think, Nope, it still holds up really well. <laughs> it's <laughs> yeah. the best. I, it's 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 a weird feeling because part of it's like eh, it's just your nostalgia speaking, but then like I, I look at it and I'm like, well, this actually still looks like perfectly fine and today, you know, um, and it still plays really well. It doesn't feel like super aged. Like no, you know, I'm not. I'm not I trying to hit on like
1: older than than that game plays for sure.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, like I'm not trying to hit on like the original Super Mario Brothers, but there's stuff about it. I feel like it does feel a little aged, you know, maybe the physics or, or what have you, but I don't really feel like world that uh, has that problem so much. Um, so I still really love that one. I love Mario 64 and all of that. That was a special Tom. Um, pro- I'd probably pick the 3d 64 ish galaxy sort of games, even over the 2d ones. I don't know. Depends on my mood. Um, but yeah, I, I will I have one little special shout out to Super Mario Land Two because it doesn't get brought up enough, and I think that's a great game. Well, I never uh, played that one, but I hear good things. Oh yeah, yeah, it was uh, it was one of my first Game Boy games, and I still it's it's another one of those I like to just kind of go back to and break into for a little bit. It's not too difficult; it doesn't take too long to get through. But um, I, I think it leaps and bounds better than the first Mario Land. Um, It's almost like a portable world in a weird way, but a whole different story, a whole different world, so to speak. Um, Well, Chris, how about you? I'm
2: trying to think. Um, I mean, you know, I keep thinking that Mario is just part of my DNA, you know. But from what I can remember, I do know that my parents had uh, the original Nintendo, and I remember getting or playing uh, Super Mario Bros. 3, like – um, it, it, Super Mario Brothers three kind of escaped my mind until uh, you know it started to come back and being like this like retro thing that everyone was very fond of. So that's how I kind of like rediscovered it, but. Um, Yeah, I'm just very nostalgic for all the music, especially in Super Mario Bros. 3. Um, I didn't get a chance to play uh, Super Mario World or any of the games on Super Nintendo because we didn't have one. My uh, brother, unfortunately, opted for the Sega Genesis, as you guys might have guessed already. (laughs) Um, But when I got my N64, I also didn't get a chance to play Super Mario 64. Um, I kind of... Joined around the band like uh, like ninety nine. So, you know, late Banjo Kazooie early Banjo Tui, Donkey Kong uh, 64 era. Um, so for me, I always wanted to play a Super Mario game. And when Super Mario Sunshine came out, that was like my game. That was like my first console for myself. And so when Super Mario Sunshine came out. I was just like, this is my epic adventure Mario game, and I'm just going to devote myself to this game. And so I'm extremely, extremely nostalgic for Super Mario Sunshine. And, you know, I totally understand all the criticisms that people have about it, but um, I just love the... The, the theme and the, the graphics and the music and all that stuff. So um, yeah, I, I think super Mario brothers three and super Mario sunshine are the, the two Mario games that I'm very fond of.
0: Sunshine needs more love. That's cool. Three is great too. But again, and I, it sounds like Tony would agree with me, but I'm more on the world side between the two, but I'm, I still think three is, is almost nearly perfect in its own way.
2: I feel oh, like it's Teddy. almost like apples and oranges in a way. Like some people, you know, it's okay to prefer Mario Brothers three, it's okay to prefer World yeah. because they're two very different ones, you know?
1: Yeah, oh, I man. kind of I kind of feel with the whole Mario Three versus Mario World kind of debate. I think Mario Three did things for the franchise that set it in motion. Uh, in in such a way that Mario World could exist, but I think right. Mario World just took that and elevated it to the next level but I think I owe I think the Mario franchise and the structure of Mario owes a lot to Mario 3. Mm-hmm. but my favorite Mario game is also Super Mario World. It is my comfort food gaming. it's something that I play for the longest time I would just bring out my Uh, super nintendo hook it up to the tv and play it that way and it's like every month i would at least play through it once it's a game that i would just you know take like a saturday or an afternoon and then just just run through it and it's been there at like every stage of my life. Like I've played it with holding my newborn child. I've, mm. I've played it when I met my wife, you know, like, what do you want to do today? Oh, or being lazy. Let's, I'll show you how I love Mario and we can play Mario. And if you don't get scared away, maybe you're the person I'm supposed to marry. Oh. <laughs> and, uh, but it goes back so far that, you know, as, as a, um, only child, a lonely child, they call us, um, my parents were going through a divorce around the time that I was playing super Mario world. And there was a lot of fighting in the house. And, um, I remember one night it was very, very, um, loud, you know, people screaming and I just closed my door and turned on my super Nintendo. And I was playing the, um, force of illusion area. And it's the spot where if you, if you take the wrong exit, you just kind of keep going around in a loop. And, uh, Earlier that day, I couldn't beat that section, so I thought, you know what, I'm going to block out what's going on out there, focus on this, and, and play through it. And I remember playing through it, trying to figure out the exit, you know, doing everything I needed to do. Finally got the area beat, and I was so proud of myself and, like, pretty happy. And then I just realized all the fighting has stopped, and I turned off the thing and, and went to sleep. And it's just, Mario has always been there for me in, like, the good times and the bad times. And it's just, it's it's a way that I deal with a lot of things Um, is just there's something about the feel of playing that game that it's it's almost undescribable, and it's it's so important to me
2: yeah totally it's kind of like comfort food you know like every time you go to a Mario game it just you know it just totally resets you and refreshes you and brings you mentally spiritually and in any other way where you would like to be you know it's it's something that no other franchise can do at least in my opinion Um, but you guys are such great, like Nintendo fans because you, you, you're fans of these games that like you were there for, like you were there for super Mario world. And, you know, Ryan was there for super Metroid and, uh, uh, what else and Ocarina of time. Like with you, Josh, I wasn't there for those. So I feel like such a dork for like missing out on these classics, but I will say, you know, Josh, what you said before. You think that uh, you know Super Mario World holds up? I can tell you that it definitely does. Um, coming from someone who's just recently played it, it holds up extremely well. Um, like if someone told me that this is you know if I lived in a vacuum and then uh, just st- suddenly started to play Super Mario World, and you told me that it, it like just came out, I would believe you because it's it, it you know the physics are perfect, the puzzle the, the the puzzles and the platforming and all that stuff, and the graphics, and the music, it looks it holds up really, really well. It's a great game. Yeah.
0: Totally. Yeah. Like you were saying, sort of, uh, as silly as it may sound. And I think we're all like in our thirties probably, but, uh, Yeah, Mario was just one of, probably the main series has just sort of always been there. You know, from like when I was a kid and I'd play with my dad or I was just learning how to even mess with the controller or anything. And after, you know, my family kind of split up and things went nuts, you know, there was other Mario stuff was still coming out. And now I'm an adult with my own kid and family and all that sort of thing. And there's still Mario stuff coming out. So it's just cool to have something like that, that just interwoven into like your whole like almost existence it's really
1: really bizarre and but it's so it's so unique and uh, i think the reason jacob kind of wanted me on this episode was because Uh, With Mario's 35th anniversary, I had some really strong words about um, the 35th uh, anniversary Switch that came out, uh, the (laughs) Mario Switch, because I was very against it. I saw it, and I thought, you know what? This is a very nice-looking Switch, but this is not a Mario Switch. It is a nice red Switch with some blue accents and a couple of coin-looking things on the the, uh, Joy-Con straps, but it's not a Mario Switch, and there was really no – there was really no, like – reason for it to be a mario switch you know like there's no m there's no nothing no mustache on the dock like there there could have just been something simple you know just but it, it felt devoid of any of any mario to me at all and i was very like i had podcasts where i was like cussing it up like pretty bad <laughs> and uh and then and then and then a, th- a funny thing happened <laughs> then it came up for pre-order on walmart and it was my birthday and I was like, you know, I don't like that it's not a Mario Switch, but it is a very nice looking Switch. Now, I'm justifying it to myself, right? And I'm like, I might not want it now, but what if I wanted it later and I couldn't get it? <laughs> and then you, you start getting that, like, fear of missing out. And you're like, oh, no, like, I Nintendo has totally trained me to be this way. Like, I bought two copies of the 35th anniversary um the game because i'm like oh i should keep one sealed up in case you know like it's a giant collector's item one day even though we live in now yeah yeah, and and it's like why why would you do that there's no reason to do that but yeah i totally like reverse my stance you know because nintendo just trains you to be like that i think (laughs) but i still think it's it's i'm going on the record it's not a mario switch it is a very very fine red looking switch but it's not a
2: what about switch. on the back though? It doesn't have like little details on
1: the back, or am I thinking of something no, else? No, it's just red. Uh, just red. I, I like hey. that the casing is red. That's the first switch that they've done that, where the casing of the uh, of the right. screen is actually a different color. And I figured that that would be like something that we've probably would have seen already, but we haven't. So yeah, yeah, I do really enjoy that. And the dock, nice red. Everything's nice about it. It's just you know spray painting them on there. You know, <laughs> like <laughs> how hard
0: that would have been. You know. Right, it's. I found it a little odd that the Joy-Con uh, was the handles, whatever you want to call it, are blue. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess it's to go with the overalls, but and I think someone else might have mentioned it first, but it kind of looks like a Spider-Man themed. It does. Um,
1: Switch. Oh, true. Yeah. <laughs> and then when you compare uh, I, it to like the that. Animal Crossing one that they put out, and like the Animal Crossing is just it's it's absolutely gorgeous. Like different yeah. colors etched in the back. Like, you know, the Joy Cons are amazing except for the
0: drift, but we won't go there. (laughs) When I recently had my my original launch day switch, it it started, the fans started acting up, and uh, long story short, I had an extra light that Amazon sent me for free, I sold it back, had the money for a new one to replace it. Um, I could, I actually was at the store, and they had the Mario one and the Animal Crossing one um, at Target that day, like a few weeks ago. And I had my wife help me pick, because I almost went with the Mario one, just because it's Mario, but, she kind of didn't want that big red thing in the <laughs> house, which I completely understand. And that animal crossing one is, is actually really pretty. It's themed. Nice. It's not too gaudy looking, you know, there's not a bunch of stickers stuck on the side of it. It's just nice. It's kind of white. And just the colors of the joy con are nice. I don't know how to explain it. Kind of, It's skin. like it's very, soft.
2: Yeah. It's very soothing.
0: Yeah. Perfect for it. Very animal nice.
2: Crossing. Yeah. The monster. I love monster how we're a couple of grown men Trying to describe the Animal Crossing switch. Uh, it's <laughs> amazing,
1: nice off-white color. It just makes that, right? me happy. <laughs> Puts me in my we're happy
0: place. To, yeah, <laughs> School hallway white. It's not quite white, but... Anyhow. <laughs> anyway. i to off. Mario's 35th anniversary. <laughs> <laughs> my bad. Um, so, yeah, along with our favorites, um, and again, we're all around the same age anyway, so we, we weren't too we're not too much younger than Mario, I don't believe. Um, but yeah, we, we, so we've, we've pretty much got to see of just how huge of a franchise it's been since the beginning, um, for the most part, um, from, you know, I, I don't know if we can, I was born in 89, so I can't really remember the eighties, <laughs> but I know some of this came out in the nineties. You'd get like the serials and the cartoons and the, the movie that we probably shouldn't talk about. And, you know, and, all the toys, the Nintendo Power stuff I would get. I got a bunch of plushies upstairs and all this jazz. Just it's just been nonstop pretty much since the mid '80s, um, in some form or another. It's, it's just everywhere, um, and it's it hasn't really. I don't feel like it's really slowed down. Like even during like the Wii U era and things like that, I, d- I just feel like everybody knows Mario. Um, it's just one of those cultural icons, um, almost yeah. like Mickey Mouse. Um, basically everything. Like
2: I feel like with the GameCube era, though, Mario wasn't really there wasn't too much like merchandise Mm -hmm. publicity for Mario around that time. So it definitely picked up, I think, like around the Wii era, like once the, you know, the DS game came out and uh, the Wii multiplayer game came out and Galaxy was a hit. I think around that time, they're just like, you know, we should really market it more. And it's it's been paying off.
0: I'm sure it has. (laughs) Um now, I guess before we get into... I do want to get into sort of the anniversary itself. And now it's wrapping up and our thoughts on that. Um, but I will mention a few of the... I pulled up a list here of some of the, the best sellers um, of the series here. And according to, this, uh, according to this list here, I've got... I'm looking at some of the million sellers here. Let me scroll back up to the top. Um, it's probably... I actually, I'm going to start at like... I know this is weird, but I'm going to start at number seven just because we talked about this game. <laughs> so... Counting down, seventh one here at about 23 million units was Super Mario Brothers 3. Then, uh, I guess after that, number six would be Super Mario World at 26 million. I'm counting off the decimals here, but you get the picture. Uh, and then New Super Mario Brothers Wii, 30 million. New Super Mario Brothers, 30 million. Just a little bit more than the Wii one, so that's funny. You'd, I, I knew those would be high up there. Mario Kart 8 Deluxe is number three. At 33 million, and that's on the switch. That's that's really impressive um, wow. to already be that high. I mean, it's been out for a few years, but still, that's 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 a really good number. Um, Mario Kart Wii is just a little ahead of it at 37 million. I'd like to see it past that, honestly, but uh, you know, we'll see. I don't know if it will at this point, but and of course, number one, and I don't know how they count this. This might be including pack-ins and things like that. But is Super Mario Brothers on the NES with 48 million. So, just. Kind of some interesting numbers there now. I mean, like looking up and down, it kind of shows that what I would consider some of the better games up at the top. But then it kind of doesn't. Um, I don't know if you get the chance, kind of look it up and just go check it out. It's kind of interesting to see how that goes. Um, like with Mario Kart is always a huge seller. Mario Party. This is, again, kind of getting into just how many different spinoffs of Mario there is as well. Um, I'm a little sad to see Super Mario Party being the highest selling Mario Party because it's definitely Yikes. not the best. One. <laughs> it's not the worst one, but it's not the best one. Um, and definitely it's followed by the DS, <laughs> which DS isn't really the best one. And 8's number yeah. 3, if you're curious, which I like 8. 4 is my favorite, but you know, I like 8. eight um, <laughs> so, anyhow, I guess outside of that, just thought that was kind of interesting to look at. Um, a little surprised by some of them, but. Uh, on to the the thirty fifth anniversary here, um, which the doomsday clock back in, is ticking. Yes, we are we are very close. Especially by the time this episode goes out, we are definitely near the end of it all. Um, Chris, I think you pulled up sort of a list of everything. I will say real quick um, on like the direct that came out. What was it in September? I believe it was yep. um, of last year. Um, yep. They sort of announced everything up front there and announced their plans to end it this and that and what have you. Um, There was a lot to it and there was a lot in that direct, but kind of like you all had mentioned earlier, it's almost feel like some of it was there almost just to say, look, there's like, we're doing like 50 different things. But then some of it's like we put out a new pair of Pumas or something with the Mario (laughs) branding on it. And like, I don't really care. (laughs) I mean, like, I'm not going to wear them. I'm not going to spend whatever on it. And some of it's a little, some of it's definitely stronger than other parts of it. um I guess is yeah. what I'm trying to say. <laughs> um, yeah, and what was there could have probably been done a little better, like the collection right. i love I love the I, I do love the thirty or the three d collection to be honest, but you know there was a few little odd things missing, but anyway, Chris, why don't you go ahead and kind of just look over that real quick?
2: Yeah, um, just wanted to say a couple of things about the sales. Um, I just think, I I do wish that some of the better uh, Mario games sold a little bit better. I think that, you know, the top list that you just mentioned, those are all pretty good games, but, you know, I think Mario Galaxy 2 and 1 are more deserving than some of the other ones there. Um, Even 3D World, um, even Paper Mario, like the N64 Paper Mario and the Thousand Year Door, you know, all these Mario games have sold very well. I just wish that the ones that they put a lot more effort into sold a little bit better just saying um but anyway um yeah so let me just read off some of the things that they did um for the anniversary you know josh i totally understand that you know you weren't into the pumas thing uh, i wasn't either because i'm just not a shoes person but you know kind of like what i said before there was something for everyone you know i I I wasn't a huge fan of some of these, but there were some things here that I was just like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm done with that. So some of the things that happened, um, this first thing I added just because, um, It was recent. I don't think it was necessarily part of the anniversary. But last year, I believe, they released like a Mario encyclopedia, which is something that I've always wanted. It's like a super comprehensive book. um, And you can still get it on like Amazon or any other outlets. Um, And it's just super comprehensive about uh, all the different characters and items and worlds and stuff in all the Mario games. So I highly recommend that. It's really cool. And also the uh, Super Mario Odyssey art book. That came out very recently. I'm not sure when exactly, but oh, my God, what a treasure that book is. It is massive. It is probably the biggest book that I own, and it's just for one game, Um, and is just stunning, the amount of things that they have in it and all the details, and uh, it's awesome. So I highly recommend those two books. But um, going on to the things that they did for the Mario 35th anniversary, um, they did uh, kind of almost shadow release. Um, or Shadow, I don't know, Shadow Tease. I don't know what I'm saying. Uh, Paper Mario mm-hmm. and the Origami King. Um, you know, what I'm trying to say is they they you know, announced that game pr- like kind of shortly before it came out, you know. Um, and usually they don't do that. Usually it's about six months. But yeah, Paper Mario, the Origami King. Um, I don't know if that's like part of the anniversary, but it happened within the year. So I'm going to count it. Um, one of the biggest things that they released is the Super Mario All-Stars. Or, uh, Oh, no, I'm sorry. This is something else. So Super Mario All-Stars uh, was released on the Nintendo Switch Online uh, library. So a nice little um, addition to that collection. Um, and the thing that I uh, thought was the big release, uh, Super Mario 3D All-Stars, um, that came out, I believe, in November. And even though it's just a re-release of all these, uh, you know... 3d games from our past It sold insanely well it is now one of the best selling switch games period and it's probably right, because of dummies from-
1: like me who buy two copies
2: yeah absolutely <laughs> yep so and then i'll just read off the rest real quick um uh, there was a collectible coins thing uh featuring uh the super mario uh titles on them uh from best buy uh, Super Mario 35, the online game, Mario Kart Home Circuit, uh, the Game & Watch, that was Super Mario Brothers themed, uh, Super Mario 3D World, and Bowser's Fury, that was a big one. Uh, and there were like a lot of cool pre-order bonuses with that. Uh, there's all the Lego sets, um, including the one that kind of looked like a, a original Nintendo, so that was pretty cool. Um, and those are still available, I would highly recommend getting on those. Uh, all these clothes... Uh, Cat Mario Amiibo, um, pins. I know Josh got those pins, which I'm very jealous of. Yeah,
0: uh, both of them.
2: Yep. Very, what? very, very jealous. Oh. Yep. And uh, It was a struggle. Also... Trust me. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> he was uh, updating us every moment of his journey. Yeah. With... <laughs> Real quick on that, I guess, if you don't
0: mind. Yeah, yeah sure. <laughs> like the, the first one I, I got like super lucky on. I think they put them up earlier than what everybody originally thought. And I just happened to pull up Twitter as soon as like it went up. And I, I, it took like, I don't know, 30 minutes of kind of poking around. But I managed to get the code. And then this last one, yeah, he's right. Uh, it was the day of the direct, the most recent direct. And I don't know, it went up at like three. It was like two hours before the direct. And right. I sat there, and I, I was still working when it uh, when it went up. I got off at four, and I was at my mom's. We were going to have dinner and all this stuff by about five when the Direct was starting, it was like five till five, and it finally went through. But I sat there and just kept refreshing and refreshing and refreshing. If if anybody else was trying, basically you needed 15 missions out of however many missions they had completed. And I did like 16 or 17. But when you'd go to the page, it would just do some random other number below 15. Like it'll say, oh, you've got one out of 15. You've got eight out of 15. And I sat there and refreshed for almost two hours until it finally started kicking in for everybody. And I finally got it. Came in, everything's good. But yeah, I was <laughs> I was sort of chatting with them in the meantime, so they got a play, <laughs> yeah. play. I'm glad
2: you got them. I mean, they are. I, I wish I had the patience to put up with that crap. But um, I will say, just from pictures alone, like those pins are nice. But uh, fortunately for myself, I'm not a pin guy. Like I'm not going to put a Mario flood pin on like my shirt walking around you know a city you know that's just not my I'm, style but
0: they're, they're pretty staying cool. in the case we, we've got a disney pin board up on our living room but they're not going on that either they're, just, they're not disney anyway they're staying yeah, in their yeah. case <laughs> okay that's cool
2: and it is a very nice case that they came with it's pretty fancy um let me just read off a couple of the rest of the things that happened um so they changed the nintendo switch eShop design to kind of be a little bit more mario themed so that was Nice little addition. Um, They apparently released some uh, Amazon Mario-themed boxes. I never got one personally. Um, Animal Crossing items, that's happening right now. Uh, There was a Splatfest, uh, you know, a Mario-themed Splatfest. Uh, Mario Kart Tour, that's like the smartphone game. I don't know what happened, but there was a thing for it, apparently. Uh, And Super Smash Bros. events with, like, uh, those stickers or spirits, whatever. Um, things like that. Uh, Mario Maker Two. I guess they had events for that. And a uh, quick little thing I wanted to add because a lot of people are kind of forgetting about this, but Super Mario Maker One for the Wii U. The servers are shutting down in just a few days. So if you like that game, um, I haven't played it personally, but if you know if you like browsing and downloading or whatever you do in that game, uh, you know, take advantage of it now cause you're not going to be able to soon. I forgot about that. I've
0: got 70 levels I've made on that one. <laughs> Ooh. I got to go back to that anyway.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, are any of those things, you know, th- did you want to touch up on any of those things guys and, are any of them particularly special to you? Were there things that you missed out on? Were there things that you did take part in and, and you really enjoyed?
1: Yeah, I spent a lot of money on Mario stuff for sure during uh, yeah. Mario's 35th. So I'm sure that Nintendo, I guess, has <laughs> has achieved what they probably want to achieve in in that regard. But yeah, I got the uh, the Game and Watch uh, for Christmas. I I uh, gave my son the um, Mario Kart Live Home Circuit, and that thing, it's it's magical. The way it works, yeah. it's just it's it's surprising how like how delightful it is. And it was so good that I had to buy my friend one for Christmas. And I sent it to him like right the next day. I was like, I need you and your family to experience this because it is so much fun. And I want someone to talk about it with, is it something you're going to pull out all the time and play with? Probably not. But just, it's like Mario's right there in your living room. And when you're playing on the, on the uh, screen or on the TV, it just feels so fast. And then you look down and he's just going like, (laughs) like it's, it's pretty slow, but it's just this sense of speed you get when you're looking through the, uh, through the camera and it's just so, so good. But yeah, there's lots of Mario stuff that I've um, partook in, in this uh, 35th, but what I'd really like to see, and I think they still have time to do it. If they wait for the very end is I would have loved to see how they're working on that animated movie. I would have loved to see a trailer or a, teaser trailer like how great would that have been to just see like even if it's something small like you know like maybe mario's footsteps and then you know jumping at a coin and then coming whenever but like i think that's that's kind of we need something like that to kind of close it off
2: Yeah, like at first when you you started to be like, you know what they could do before time ends. I'm like, oh, keep your expectations (laughs) in check because they're probably not going to do it. Probably that I could see them do. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, they could could do that. That would be yeah, that would be a clever idea. It seems Um, like it's
1: time after like how how long it's been since the announcement to kind of see at least at least some sort of taste.
2: Right. Well you know i hope they release the trailer when it's ready i don't want this you know mm-hmm. some kind of early tease or whatever but um uh, i am very curious about the live tour thing uh that was one thing in the direct where i was just like you know i, I was looking at the direct and i'm like okay that's fine that's fine i'm not gonna buy that that's fine cool but when that trailer happened for the mario kart live thing i was just like wow they still got it like they really know how to to reel us in with these really unique innovative ideas that only they can do and they just get it you know they get what makes mario kart special and they get how to make it a new experience because you know a lot of the mario games and experiences and products that they have they're starting to get a little samey here and there but um you know, this is, that's something that I think is just so brilliant and innovative. And it's just so refreshing to know that they still really care to experiment and and think outside the box. And I hope it sells well and and that they do more with it. But um, yeah, that's, even though I don't have it, it, because it's not really for me, it's probably one of my favorite announcements um, for the, the anniversary. I just think it's so out there and very cool.
1: Yeah, there's a lot of cool things that they did in inside the actual game portion of it too. Like, there's a lot of customization options, and uh, of course, uh, you can create your own level like there in the house or whatever. But um, yeah, just uh, just some things that you'd like to see like even incorporated into like the next Mario Kart, as well as as Mario Kart Tour on the mobile device. I've I've I played it a little bit when it came out, and I was like, yeah, it's not really for me. And then they did a giant update uh, when it was. Uh, it's like it's first first year update and it was awesome like the it feels a lot less microtransaction-y than before they give you like extra coins that you can earn within the game to like get special characters and the challenges are just they're so addictive it's 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 perfect for that kind of game where you're like okay it's almost time for bed laying down on the couch whatever watching some mindless tv and you just play a couple tracks and get a couple characters and um but like the amount of tracks and the classic tracks they have in there incredible they have like every track from every iteration of Mario Kart it's insane and it just feels like you're missing out on like so much awesome content because it's like yeah it's a mobile game and yeah it's kind of weird to control but if they added controller support to that it'd be game over yeah, yeah. but i don't think they would That's, ever do that unfortunately it's it's so tragic cuz it's like it looks pretty good i'm sure the
2: tracks are you know creative and cool but right when i booted it up i was just like "Ooh, here we go and then i had to turn with what touching on the direction or something yeah. like that now right away i'm just like oh no 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 i don't goodbye I, I don't want anything to do with this this is awful but um yeah I'll, I'll go back and give it another try um i didn't know about that update so that's pretty cool
1: yeah i would say give it another try and they also added the um like right you have to do it in the up and down the portrait but now you can do it in the uh the horizontal mode as well oh wow so that kind of that kind of helps a little bit for the the controls right so then you have the controls on one side and then the other side instead of having to yeah. slide back and forth so it feels a little bit better that way okay, and cool. uh, yeah Good i would i would really really suggest going back in because again it's a game that i was like yeah it looks cool and whatever but i've just been playing it now for the last i don't know two months now pretty much once a day, just check in, play a few races, and the races are two laps long and they're snappy, they're quick. And it's like, that's just the right amount for this type of game, I think.
2: Yeah, totally. Cool. Thanks for sharing that. Yeah.
0: That one's one I've jumped in and out of some um, since it started. It's 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 not too bad. <laughs> um, I wish they would add like the Platinum points to it like a lot of the other Nintendo yeah. phone games for the Club Nintendo or whatever my Nintendo. Um, still call that's not in there, but uh, it's it's one of those where, like, I'll get into it. They'll put an update out, and then I get mad at it because I don't get the character I want. And then, mm-hmm. <laughs> like with the Donkey Kong stuff, and I have probably rolled like 40 times, and I never got Dixie or funky out of all that. Um, I did get the Super Mario Kart um, Mario, I oh, believe. Jealous. Uh, I, think it was, I don't <laughs> think I got Donkey Kong Jr. I think I just got Mario, but it was still cool. Yeah,
1: that's um, the tough part about that is like is doing the gotcha kind of thing and and it, you see all these people post like how they got these awesome characters and I'm like I get horrible characters every time. <laughs>
0: yeah, still good. Yeah, that's why I don't. That's why I don't put money into it. I don't trust that yeah. thing. No, I don't. I don't <laughs> pay any money. Forget that. <laughs> um. Now, Chris, had you brought up uh, Super Mario 35 on that list there already? Um, yes. Okay, so that that was definitely one I, I wanted to talk about. Um, as for one, it's actually ending here in a few days. Um, right. Supposedly, it's just gonna be gone, uh, which is kind of weird because I'm I, I really like finding ways to preserve these old games. Be it uh, you know having the cartridges are cool, and in this day and age, honestly, I kind of like having. I kind of like the thought of having like a digital copy of them too. So like I still have the cartridge for super Mario world upstairs, but I'm probably going to play it on my like SNES classic or switch or something. Um, right. it's just kind of for that ease, I guess, to get to, and it's, it's safe. I don't have to worry about tearing it up, that sort of thing. Um, yeah, but yeah, totally. this is just going to kind of go poof. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I spent a little but time you, with it myself. Yeah. Uh, it, it makes I me uncomfortable. Know. Yeah. Same here. I, I made it to, I, I think I leveled up to like level 50 the last I played it the other day. Um, cause I, I played it a ton at first and I used to win a few and then I kind of forgot about it because it, it is, it's a really cool concept. Um, and, and it's fun, but you can't really play with friends. I wish you could. And it, it's like they knew it was going to come to an end. So they didn't bother really doing much new with it. Um, I got a little tired of Hey, I want to jump to this level or, you know, I'll click to start here. And then I always just end up at one, one or one, two. And then I'm like, shoo, Okay. I'm through one, two. And then it'll knock me back to one, one again for some reason. And it's like, that stuff was kind of getting on my nerves after a while. So I to, and I guess some people started to get really good at it. So it was like, okay, I'm starting to kind of lose interest, but even with me losing some interest in it, I don't want to see it go away. I would like to actually see them build on that a little bit. Um, right. Did you all have you all put any time into it yourselves, or or what do you think?
2: Uh, I played a little bit, uh, not very much. I probably played like the least amount out of like anyone in the world. But um, you know, I played it today, and I was just like, you know, it sucks that this is going away. Let me get another fair shot. And I don't know, it's just it's not for me. I'm glad that it exists. It's a very cool idea. Um, it was a very you know fun and unique way of celebrating the anniversary, and I'm glad that they did it, but. Um, you know, I'm just—it's—it's it's not for me. A because I'm just not good at that game in general. Like, uh, I'm good with like 3D Mario games, but you know, the old school ones—I don't know. I just am not good and not precise enough. Um, so I don't know. I—it it really sucks that it's going away because, like, what if I, you know, get in the mood for it a few months later? I'm just not going to be able to play it. Um, and you know, these limited time releases—it's it, just. It's an unfortunate thing. Um, I get it, and I appreciate that they do something weird and new for these anniversaries. But you know, ending things on a certain time, like these arbitrary dates, I just feel like it's very needless and unnecessary. But at the same time, you know, a you know the the 3D All Stars thing it sold extremely well, probably better than it ever would have if it were not a timed release. And this Super Mario 35 thing, I feel like it would be a hit for like. A couple days, and then nobody would ever really go back to it if it never went away. So I think this timed release is a way to kind of pressure people to really get into it for a certain amount of time, and you had your fun, and you know, time to move on. So it's just this new world that we live in, I guess.
1: Yeah, I think for Mario 35, there, I think it's a great concept, and it was a very cool announcement, but I agree. I think the timed uh exclusivity of it is to get everyone to play it at a certain time because a game like that if, if not a lot of people are playing then it's it's not going to be as enjoyable you, you know you need uh, 34 other people to play with you right and um for me the game i played it a little bit at the beginning but i didn't really like it too much because it makes you play mario in a different way to to be good at it to win I don't play Mario like that. I play Mario in a smooth, rhythmic kind of, you know, you run, you jump, you hit the coin, you go. Like, I, I don't want to stop. I want to be continuous motion. I want to feel the, um, the like, inertia of, of Mario, right? But uh, that game, to succeed in it, you you have to go very slow, I find. And you have to, you know, you want to hit this enemy, you want to do this. And and then you have enemies coming at you that disrupts your, your flow. So, to me, the game, neat idea, but... I'm okay that it's going away in a way. But again, video game preservation is huge. Like, like take Xbox, for example, like there's like, Oh, you could play all your back catalog. No problem. Let's go forwards, backwards. And and then Nintendo's like, Nope, you can only play this game for a year and then it's gone. (laughs) So it's just, it's very different philosophies, but Nintendo makes an event out of it, right? It's an event. And that event is coming to a close. Unfortunately, and I think maybe if I like the game a little more, like, say, if this was Super Mario World 35, maybe I might think differently. But <laughs> but
0: for for what it is, I'm OK with it going away. Bring me bring I me get something you. new. I, I kind of get you with that. I think part of it also is just where it is essentially levels from the original Super Mario Brothers that you can play on almost anything Nintendo console was. Um, true. So I kind of get that. And and with an online game like that, it's not one that's easily like if, if you go back in 20 years, it's, you know, there could be no one on the server if it's even still up, so yeah. to speak, um, where other games you can go back. So it's it's it is sort of it's one of those where I don't feel quite as heartbroken as I would if it was just about any other type of game. Um, it, yeah. it does kind of feel nice as an event, I guess. Um, and I don't know how else they could really handle that. Um, unless they just decided to leave it open until the switch servers go off you know whenever whatever that day might come that's maybe a different story but whatever um okay. I, I think the one that's a little more controversial well maybe <laughs> i was gonna say maybe a little more controversial would be the uh where cutting off the sales of super mario 3d all-stars um right. as for me um you know i i love that collection it Again, we've mentioned it before. It could use a little more. I, I thought they could have at least slapped some, like, an art, like a digital art gallery or something on there, or a given 64 widescreen or something. It could use a little more, but what was there is still really good. Those are three great games that I love. Um, you got the soundtracks, at least, and that sort of thing. So that's all cool. Um, with it being sort of a 35th anniversary thing, I'm personally kind of okay with, like, if they just wanted to make a limited, amount of copies like physical copies i'm kind of personally i'm okay with that like if they're only going to sell it for this long know, maybe they don't have to pull it off the shelves but you know they're only going to make this much and that's just kind of it you know you can get it digital but i'm fine with that but yeah I, i don't i don't quite get the whole removing it entirely like again removing it off of shelves or taking it off of digital storefronts and that sort of thing i i don't quite understand that because i feel like this collection in particular i don't feel like it really needs that push too much um it it may have helped it some initially but i I feel like this is just one of those that just about anybody who owns the console would want to go out and get Um, anybody who would pick it up later on would want to go out and get it and it's just not going to be there so yeah i think nintendo kind of puts
1: themselves in a corner with this kind of collection because because of the fact that they put no work into it really uh, I do see these games eventually getting re-released in some form of individually. So that's kind of, it's kind of weird that way. Cause it's like, how can you justify this package when they probably want to sell you these games for $20? Like you can play the, the, uh, you can play galaxy on, on your Wii U. Right. And it's like 20 bucks. So I don't know. It's just, it seems like they, they kind of put themselves in this weird situation where it's like hey we're always asking for them to re-release games we like what they're doing with switch online we want more of it give us more of it and at at some point they're gonna have to re-release these games like 64 games will have to come you know gamecube games will have to come or or be released at some point so i'm i'm just not sure how they can get around that but it is weird to see it go away yeah i think that um uh, what was i gonna say um
2: Unfortunately, I think they understand their fans. You know, as Nintendo fans, we're very devoted to them. We treasure a lot of what they do, and you know, many times we love them so much that we go out and uh, and, and get what they have right away. And they understand that. Um, and they also understand there are some people that are kind of stragglers and will get things later on, or um, if they want to get it later on they kind of forget about it and then don't. So this was an incentive for everyone. If you have any interest in getting this or you think you might have any interest, get it now because you're never going to get it again. And unfortunately, it's a very genius business move. Um, Part of my reasoning, and this is what I wanted to say before, part of my reasoning in getting it is because it's a collection of games that I love on a cart. And what terrifies me and, you know, there's plenty of evidence and a lot of it is what we've talked about tonight is that we're moving towards a subscription model. And when it comes to games that I love, I'm really uncomfortable with that. I like to own the games that I love. And, you know, maybe we're old school for that. And, you know, maybe kids are pretty OK with subscriptions. Um, and that's that's fine. There's pros and cons to, you know, it's something that's a a, a la carte model with a subscription model. But um, I just like to. To, I, I really value ownership of great games, and so that's why I decided to get this game. Like I, um, you know, I, I have all the the games that are on it, but um, I like to own it on a cart. But also, something that's unique about the Switch is playing it portably. So for me, you know, growing up, and as I mentioned before, Super Mario Sunshine is my Mario game. Very nostalgic for it, so you know, growing up, I always had this idea of like, well, how would it be possible to play Super Mario Sunshine on the go in the future? And to experience that reality, you know, just play my my Switch outside with Super Mario Sunshine by like a campfire. I can do that now. And I have done that. And it's amazing. So um, I think that's part of the appeal and, and why I bought it. So yeah, just wanted to share that.
0: Sure. I mean, like myself, I even, I, I, I know Tony said he already did. I, I thought about going out and getting a second copy. I, I was just looking, I wish I could right now because I'm actually considering doing that. It's just kind of one of these things where I guess they do know what they're doing. They know their fans. Um, right. And kind of like with the 30 or Mario 35, I, we're not technically losing like the, the, the real meat of these games. I mean, they are available elsewhere, so to speak. Um, it's just, kind of weird to see it go and maybe it's a new thing they're trying some kind of new business model sort of thing. And yeah, I, I, I hope the not reception. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I, well, I don't think the reception has been very great. <laughs> yeah. So I'm, I'm hoping maybe this will steer them away from that sort of thing or especially for I mean, something that will be a bigger deal.
2: Honestly, I think we're going to see a lot more of this, unfortunately, because yes, it's gotten a negative critical reception and fan reception, but It has made them so much money so honestly they're a business all they care about is money if people were so upset about it they wouldn't buy it but that's exactly what we have done and they figured that out and it's honestly it's we're going to be seeing it a lot more um perhaps even you know it will probably translate to zelda and kirby and yoshi and stuff like that donkey kong and animal crossing as well so um, it's, it's a new thing that they're trying out. It seems to be paying off, unfortunately. So, you know, set your expectations accordingly.
0: Yeah. You, you talking sort of about the subscription thing kind of makes me nervous as well, because it's just, it's again, one of those things where, um, I guess I, I'm a person who likes to go back and play older games from time to time. It's sort of a comfort thing. Some are just easy to go back and, and get into. I don't have to sit there and think about, you know, deep mechanics or anything necessarily um yes. it's just something i like to do so I, I don't want like you know an entire generation to just get sort of left out of that because it's just gonna go away one day it's just gonna disappear you know the soul subscription it's gonna shut down or what have you um you'll have to go back and play it on the old thing when it's like why don't you just make this easier for everybody <laughs> yeah. um
2: also, I feel like I, I, I don't know, I feel like pressured to play games when I like pay into a subscription because it's just like, okay, I'm paying for this. Um, yeah. You know, let me, you know, okay, it's it's my free time. Let me get my money's worth and play, I don't know, Super Metroid. And I just feel like there's this mild pressure to to play these games and um, play them while your subscription's active, you know? So I don't like that. You know, I like, once I have a game, I can play it how I want, when I want, um, et cetera. So. Um, yeah, so I am at least thankful that there was a physical cart of uh, Super Mario 3D All Stars, which is something that they could not have done. Um, so it's just uh, you know once once the date arrives when they stop uh, releasing it, it's going to be up to the scalpers, and that's something that as Nintendo fans were starting to deal with more and more lately. So yeah,
0: yeah. Well, I mean, after this, uh, Jacob had kind of mentioned it in his voicemail. Um, it kind of feels like it's gone on a little long for For me personally. I feel like this has sort of been, I, I definitely know they wanted to celebrate it, but also maybe a little bit of, for lack of better terms, this is going to sound really negative, but filler, <laughs> I don't think they had a whole lot else going on. So I think they just kind of stretched out this 35th thing as long as they could. I don't know right. how, what that, how that matches up with them just sort of shutting everything down at the end of March. But, uh, yeah, I mean, by the time this show goes out, it's going to be almost the end of the month. Anyhow, but uh, before we get too close to wrapping things up, at least, um, do you all think there is going to be anything else to this, sort of a last-minute announcement? Or do you think maybe they, they will continue to sell it? I kind of have my doubts on that at this point. Um, uh, or anything else, from for that matter? Any other anniversaries or anything like that coming up?
1: I just hope that, uh, like, I'm holding out for that trailer. I kind of think that would be, like, just a great, like, just top it off nicely. Give me that Mario animated feature trailer, and I'd, I'd be happy. You know, like, I would forget
0: about the rest and say, you know what, that was a success. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'd, I'd love to see that. I'm also, on, on that note, I'm a little bit nervous. I mean, like, Illumination... They, they've put out some some fun family stuff. Um, there's also aspects of them that worries me a little bit. Um, I hope. I just hope it doesn't come out to be sort of a uh, a goofy kind of one off movie that just has a bunch of like current pop songs in it, like Illumination kind of likes to do. Please make this, you know, evergreen. Make it look like Mario, not not something weird. Well, Mario is kind of weird, but you know, maybe that makes sense. <laughs>
2: I, I don't think they're going to be doing anything else. Um, something that I've learned over the years is that Nintendo's just not predictable. So if something makes sense for them to do, they're not going to do it. <laughs> um, Very true. It's just one of those weird things. So, you know, it would make perfect sense to release uh, Super Mario Galaxy 2 as a DLC, but... Don't expect that because it's just, it's too obvious, you know, it's too easy. That's just not how they do things. But, um, you know, I think they, you know, my, my lasting thoughts on the anniversary is that I think they did a really great job. I mean, uh, the 35th anniversary of anything is like not that special like it's not like the 25th anniversary the 10th 100th 50th whatever so for the 35th anniversary i think they did a great job they released all these random things from the game and watch to these shirts uh, our listeners can't see but i'm very proud of my Uh, Super Mario 3D World shirt that I'm wearing and um, I'm not gonna lie I bought every single one of the shirts but I don't want to talk about (laughs) it. But yeah I think I mean they just came out guns blazing with uh, you know Animal Crossing and the Splatfest and uh, the Lego sets you know it's it's really it's really cool that they kind of expanded their horizons and tried to Market Mario, which is something that they had a lot of trouble with, like I mentioned, during the GameCube and Wii era, Um, so it's nice to get Mario merchandise, you know, so I hope that they learn from it, and they um, have it branch out to other franchises that we love, like Animal Crossing, and Zelda, and Metroid, Um, but yeah, it was just like a fun, fun period, I am... You know, as we've all kind of mentioned, I'm kind of glad it's over because it was kind of stressful with all these timed releases and all that <laughs> stuff. But um, it was fun, and I love my Cat Mario amiibo. That is like my favorite thing in the world. <laughs> it's, it's it looks fuzzy. Like so does the
0: Pikachu. <laughs> I've got them set next yeah. to my on my coffee table in there, and they look they look fuzzy. They're not fuzzy, yeah. but they they look fuzzy. <laughs> yeah,
2: because I never expected us to get a, an amiibo of Cat Mario from Super Mario 3 d World which is a game that came out before a Mario uh, ami- yeah, Amiibo were even a thing. So it's pretty cool to get like a you know not like a retro but like an Amiibo of a character from a, a, a game from a while ago. So yes, yeah, a nice little surprise. I still Kinda don't know what it
0: does. Yeah. <laughs> Looks nice. That's what it does. Yeah, that's the most important part. <laughs> Well, um I guess we'll go ahead and kind of work on wrapping this up and as as we also get closer to wrapping up the 35th anniversary here. I'll mention as well I did thought it was kind of think it was a little bit strange that we were celebrating the 35th to be honest with you because that's not something I see celebrated a lot often. So yeah, I th- I think it went pretty well. Um for the most part I do. I know there's a lot of Controversy here and there around it, but I think it went pretty well. Um, very interested to see. I know this is a while off, but <laughs> if this was the 35th. I kind of want to see what the 50th will be like. <laughs> right. So, yeah, hopefully that'll on. be awesome.
2: Hope- yeah. yeah, hopefully they'll do the things that we want them to do, and not this like weird timed. Uh, time stuff, and getting the having the pins be such a chore to get, you know, so hopefully they learn. That's all I care about. you know, hopefully they learn, and uh, in the next few years the the anniversaries will be a little more approachable.
0: They are always gonna do what they want, it seems, but uh, we'll see where it goes. um hopefully we'll all be around here to see it. So <laughs> I will go ahead and hop off of here and get this thing shut down. Um I hope everybody. I um, did enjoy the episode. I know it's a little long at the tooth here, but um, I know we all enjoy Mario. It's always um, sort of been a very special series to everybody. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm glad, again, to have our special guest with us tonight, Tony. So thank you for joining us there. Uh, can Actually, if, if you want to tell us a little bit about um, your own show there and what you have going on, um, go ahead and feel free to drop that here.
1: Yeah, you bet. Uh, So we do a weekly-ish podcast called uh, Quest for Pixels Conversations and uh, you can subscribe to that on all podcast services. We also do uh, some streams over at twitch.tv slash quest number four pixels gaming and on YouTube as well under Quest for Pixels Gaming. So please check us out there. Uh, Lots of Nintendo content. Obviously, we're big Nintendo fans, but we play a lot of other stuff as well. Uh, yeah and that's that's where you can find me and mostly i'll be tweeting about uh, my anger or excitement about nintendo stuff over at uh, tony baker 87 on twitter oh. <laughs>
0: all right chris anything to add to that as well
1: no
2: uh tony thank you very much for joining us it was great speaking with you thank you guys um, Yep, yeah, it's a pleasure um, so, uh, for our listeners out there, in case uh, you want to interact with us, we'd love hearing from our listeners. I uh, just wanted to share how you can contact us. So, uh, we'd love hearing voicemails, So, especially when it's uh, not from a uh, NAS crew member. <laughs> but uh, if you want to leave us a voicemail, our number is 317 969 5690. And you can find that if you miss any of this in the uh, the details of the episode. Um, our email is nintendo I N at gmail.com. And you can also find us on social media. So we're on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. On Instagram, our handle is at Nintendo NOSIN. On Facebook, we are Nintendo Nostalgia Chat. And on Twitter, our handle is at Nintendo underscore NOS. So, uh, yeah, please reach out to us. We love hearing from our fans.
3: All right.
0: Thank you all again. You all have an awesome rest of your week, and we will see you next time. Bye. Bye, everyone. It's me, Mario.